In the endless reaches of the universe, there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Mickey! Welcome everybody, you're listening to the Prop Shows All. Keep the intro music going in the background, I want to hear the Superman epic intro. <laughs> As I mentioned, this is the Prop Shozel on Sin. <laughs> but basically, we're both screaming into the airways of Melbourne, that's why. <laughs> yeah, Ben basically proposed this entire show that he could t- so he could talk over the Superman theme, so I don't want to ruin his moment yeah, too exactly. much. <laughs> Please, give me my one moment of 30 seconds of Superman-based glory. <laughs> I think that intro is probably one of the best intros recorded on iPhone. <laughs> if you do say so yourself. <laughs> well, I haven't got the uh, verdict on how many other sin iPhone intros there are, but I suspect around this place maybe a couple. Ben was only brave enough to say that post-mortem of Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want him to uh, bes- you know, come and get us in any way. You're going to say besmirch our good names? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we don't have good names. I didn't realise that we were in the crucible. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you're listening to The Prop Shozel on Sin 90.7. FM. What, what is The Prop Shozel, Ben? Well... I'd like to propose that you explain it. I'll explain it for you. Bam. Explanation right in there. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, The Prop Shozel is a clever yet hilarious mix of the words prop-posal. I forgot what the word was for a second there. <laughs> Proposal and show. And basically, we combine those two things to make a show where we propose to our audience ways to improve the world or propose to each other or propose songs to play. And I propose, right off the bat, everyone text in on 0427-767-767. 0427-POP-POP! And I think that people are taking on the 0427-POP-POP because we've got signs around the SIN office now. And by office, I mean this radio studio. So we want to talk about some prop pop, pop. successes. <laughs> I don't even know. We haven't come up with a new cool neologism for that, have we? We'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> but yes, probably would be better to work on it before the show. <laughs> that's not how we work, Vicky. You know, we're flying by the seat of our pants. We go rogue every time these mics come on. <laughs> so some of our successes in the past include: we complained about the couches at the Sin Studios. Um, and now said couch, which was violating the halfway between ass to floor height, has been replaced. Thankfully. Has it actually been replaced? It hasn't been yet. It has been replaced. Oh, That's really? a new couch. I was. It, it didn't look new enough to wow me, I guess. <laughs> we are in community radio. Don't, <laughs> don't get too excited. Did they replace it with a couch that looks almost identical or something? <laughs> They've got like the Simpsons' closet of couches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just open it up and it's 30 of the same couch right next to each other. <laughs> well, someone complained about the couch on air again. I guess we better get to the next one. <laughs> actually, apparently the reason it was replaced is because it might have had hepatitis. That was the word going around, and by the word going around, I mean what Vicky told me. <laughs> but I am all for spreading this rumour. 
I'm all for spreading the rumour that it was because of us. Well, there was a lot of springs and stuff sticking out of it that looked hepatitis-worthy. <laughs> there was definitely blood rule being violated for all of you still listening from the AFL show. Well, Hang on. Bit of crossover we know what we're talking about. Sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, another success, I complained a couple of episodes ago, that Vicky owed me $10 for a bet that we made. And now I still owe him $10. Good complaint. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sure, if you want to pay me another $10, I'm all for it. No, I owe you $17. I've got another complaint. <laughs> I propose Vicky pay me $17. <laughs> I paid you back that 10 and nearly doubled the debt. Yeah, how does this work? The following week. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but I'm like, you fool. <laughs> I'm like, here's your $10. <laughs> Good luck seeing your 17. <laughs> You're one bitch closer to not ever seeing it. But uh, yeah, please text in because our main SMS contributor is not listening this morning. So if I feel like there's a dangerous chance that we have a lack of feedback today. Well, we've already had one, sorry, two SMSs come in from the internet. Um, I'd like to acknowledge that we got told minus one hyphen and then one. <laughs> sure. I, I totally can relate to those. <laughs> Agreed. Maybe that's around scoring us Olympic style. I see. So, we're, we're, wow, we went into the minuses. Well, that was when, uh, you know, you turned down my mics. People didn't like that. And so now we're in the positives, plus one. We've doubled our score almost. I don't know how that works when you're in the negatives. It's complicated math, but thank well, you for texting in your amazing feedback. The way the prop shows all works is we propose things and then you provide feedback on the text line or we just go ahead and decide whether or not we think we should do those things. And uh, my first proposal for today, which is already going ahead because otherwise we won't have any music and then you've got an hour of us talking, mm. uh, is today's theme for the songs. Last week we had the great success of the new segment, an impromptu segment some <laughs> might say, Cow Chat. But those people would be wrong. <laughs> They've got no idea the level of planning that goes yeah, into this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like three weeks when we're building up to that one. You're like, oh, is it Couch Every Chat week episode? I was like, when can we bring in Couch Chat, Ben? Yeah. When? When will the day be? Finally, it saw the light last week. If you missed it, feel free to go to propshowsall.com and download that episode. And uh, we've got a theme of songs based on said success of last week's episode. So today's theme for songs is cows, songs related to cows, just as a homage to ourselves of Cow Chat. We can't bring back Cow Chat. If you missed it, the best you can do is go to the website, but you can't relive it. You can't text in about Cow Chat. You can't be there for a live Cow Chat. You, so you this can is... text in about it. I don't mind. Just, <laughs> we've, just uh, missed it. it seems like we covered that area of expertise. So we've decided to relive as close as we can by getting a tribute playlist to Cow Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I knew that was missing from the Melbourne Airways for quite some time. <laughs> so I'd like to start off with those of you who have been listening from the first episode, you'll all recall how there's always one song that I fight for um, over Ben's dead body. Some would say this is the banana phone of cow-based songs. Yes. So let's all just listen in to what gladdens my heart and what saddens the heart of Ben. I think you'll all find that I'm in the right. I'd like to propose that uh, you text in and tell me how great this song is. <laughs> so uh, are we going to play the old five minutes and 11 seconds of Cows With Guns? I think we are. Okay. I think we are. Lay it on us. Let's see if we are. Let's find out. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows With Guns. That was a bit of Cows With Guns. 
for possibly the first time in Melbourne radio history. I think it was more than a bit of cows with guns. <laughs> some would say too much of cows with guns, but some others may disagree. Five we've had, minutes of cows with guns. We've had some feedback texting in. They were a fan of the song. Yeah, well, of all of our songs, Banana Phone and Cows with Guns are the only songs yet to receive feedback. I think they're the most polarizing that we've played, though. I don't think so. I think they're the most awesome. I think you've mixed up polarizing and amazing again. Well, obviously the uh, you do that so often. The passionate fans are the ones who are going out of their way to contribute. All the other people just tune, up, turn the station. Well, that's not polarizing at all, then, is it? No, they turn, <laughs> they turn us off, so they don't want to. They don't want to text us in saying how bad it was. <laughs> okay, Ben, I'd yes, like to Suki. propose a question. Oh, okay. Not pose, because that's not the name of the show. It's not the pose posal. That'd be hard to say and oh, wouldn't make any sense. You can pose while you're proposing. I will. <laughs> what sort of pose would you like me to take? The Something thinker? heroic, maybe. I was going to do the thinker. Okay. I'm doing it as we speak mm. for those of you listening and yeah. not watching. It's not the most visual medium. Everyone outside of Ben. Can you smell that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Is the question. I, I'm unfamiliar with what I'm supposed to be smelling. What are we, uh, what are we going for? Deep heat. Oh, that's you? Yes. (laughs) This is my proposal. I think there's an expected person for the smell of deep heat to be smelling from. (laughs) I think that you... Because did you smell deep heat? Yeah, the place is like very mentholy at the moment. (laughs) But because there was an AFL show on before us, you just assumed that it couldn't possibly be me. I just assumed that Usain Bolt was in the building. (laughs) I feel as if deep heat is the realm of athletes only and the rest of us normies. No one expects us to smell like deep heat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I certainly smelled it as I walked in. I didn't realise that you were the culprit. Sometimes. I'm not an athlete, but I would like the, the heat to penetrate slightly less than a shallow heat. Sure. Well, like usually when people ask, can you smell that? It's never a nice fragrance. Do you like the smell of deep heat? Well, it's, it's not an offensive odour. Like usually people are talking about BO or like a fart or something <laughs> like that. So uh, I was a bit suspicious, but deep heat was a pleasant surprise compared to those other, <laughs> you know, possibilities. See, I'm slightly offended. I feel like you don't see me as the kind of person that could smell like deep heat. Yeah, I, I'm thinking more of a... Hmm, what, what smell of it? Maybe like a bit of a uh, fresh baking bread. Yes, is it you expect? <laughs> wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> so you expect me to smell like bread? A fresh bread when it's at its most delicious. So you've known me since we were 11, and yeah. yet the fact that I'm a woman is so overpowering <laughs> that you still expect me to smell no, like No, no, no. You just love bread. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that you were, like, cooking it. You were just thieving off the uh, seals of bakers. I was actually the person that rang the Beach Boys and got them to change the lyrics. They're like, we're making real good money. What are we going to rhyme that with? I'm like, hey, Brian Ferry, <laughs> anonymous tip, making real good bread. You're welcome. Bing! <laughs> that was me slamming down the phone when we had rotary phones. Yeah, no, it was a, a good 1970s imitation. And then I had to ring Triple O and it took five minutes. Ah, <laughs> oh, forget it, he's dead. <laughs> is, is, is it Zero that's the most uh, furthest away It number? is. I still have a rotary phone and I'm not even trying to be cool. We've rented it from Telstra and there's now no way to return it, but we have to continue paying the rent, which what? is like 50 cents a month. When did you rent it? Like the freaking 80s? Like, yeah, the 70s possibly, maybe 60s. And now there's no way to return it. And they're still charging you. Yeah, like, well, the original rate. <laughs> what, a, what a scam that Telstra is running. It's like, we'll just rent out all these obsolete devices 
Well, it's not like we went yesterday and we're like, we're after a No, I know, but this was like forward thinking. Like, if they did this now, it would be like, oh, let's give everyone iPhones and then tomorrow none of the iPhones will work. And so it's like, well, I guess you can't return them. What do we want with them? And then everyone's still, you still have to pay them. No, it's not even like, what do we want with them? Like, the stores literally don't know what we're talking about. We're like, we'd like to return our rotary phones so we can stop renting it. And they're like, a bit. So have you, have you actually been using it? Like, does it work at all? Or? Yeah, it still works. It's still our home phone. Oh, well. Yeah. Everyone thinks that you're being a, like, retro or your hippie or something. Yeah, like everyone that. thinks I'm a complete hipster, but yeah. it's just because we're paying for it. It's so like, well, we may as well use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That shows how well built those phones were. Seriously, it's been going, I'd say. We had our same television from the 60s. This is not no, exciting radio. I <laughs> would tune in for this. We had our same television from the 60s up until 2000. I think it was the... We were like Australia. The Olympics caused us to upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, just 50 years after the rest of the country. Everyone else was going digital widescreen. You're watching it and like this black and white, like snow covered thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's still good. I thought all of the Olympics were Winter Olympics. Did they still do the old timey narration? (laughs) I was like, wow, Vicky, today's sporting event is like this, see? Well, until you hit the side of the TV and then it would go back to Bruce McAvaney. (laughs) (laughs) There's a special... This is special. Oh, okay, it's yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I have a very serious. What's a very serious proposal to make? Can oh, we turn okay. off the lights for this. Yeah, this is like the prop shows all after dark. Yeah, it feels very slumber party. I'm liking it. <laughs> We've got nothing but the uh, weird strobing lights that are going on. It's almost like a rave in radio. Ben. Vicky. What's the most important thing to you? I like unicorns. Yes, but what do you need to do before you can go out and be with your unicorn? Um, I need to afford a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but before you can go to work to pay for that unicorn, mm. what do you need to do? Uh, I'm really not familiar with where you're going with Eat this. breakfast! Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously. I thought you were segueing into a song or something. <laughs> no, you need to eat breakfast before you can go to work with... With which wages you will buy a unicorn. Phew. That'd be ridiculous. No, I, I, I see your train of thought there the now. The first step to acquiring a unicorn is eat breakfast. It is. It is. So breakfast is something that's close to your heart due to your love of unicorns and due to my love of breakfast. And physically as well. <laughs> I mean, I hold the bowl right in front of it just so I can say it's close to my heart. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like stomach-wise. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it goes down to your esophagus past the heart. <laughs> breakfast high-fives my heart. Let's go with that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it says as it goes by. <laughs> and we all know that saying bro makes everything instantly cool. That's right. My breakfast is so cool. Subway has Eat committed... Fresh. Relax, because I don't want you getting on their bandwagon too soon. I should say the unnameable sandwich company. That's how much grief they've caused me. Are you talking about fresh bread again? Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) They, I I can't even get it out. I can't choke it out. Sure. They are pretending that they invented breakfast. I don't know if they're pretending they invented breakfast. They're definitely claiming that it's they thought of eating it in the morning. Yes, exactly. Like, we were all eating it just before dinner or something. Like, oh, why do I wake up so tired for most of the day until lunch? There's got to be a better way. Yeah. At Subway restaurants at the moment, or at least one particular Subway. Yeah, Melbourne Central. There's a big sign that says, breakfast, a great way to start your day. (laughs) Not that I would argue with this. I don't... No, I don't want to... I'm saying good work, Subway, on on realising. Yeah. But... We already know. But it does seem like quite the obvious revelation here. Well, I feel like it would be like if you turned on the television, it was like Ford, faster than horses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the only people who 
can maybe claim to make that announcement is whoever did think of inventing breakfast in the morning. Like, I'm pretty sure we were having breakfast in the morning well before Subway put out this sign. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you were a caveman or something, you're like, ooh, breakfast, a great way to start the day. And people are like, oh, I didn't think of starting my day with breakfast. Well, if you're a caveman, I think we should start with thumbs. They're opposable. Or uh, <laughs> fire. It burns things. <laughs> the wheel. You can roll stuff. <laughs> That's right. Breakfast is not where you'd start with cavemen, and the rest of us are aware. So who is this advertising for? Who are they advertising for? Someone, uh, if you're not aware of breakfast, feel free to text in. <laughs> this is your first hearing that breakfast is had in the morning. Feel Melbourne free to let us know. very confused right now. Like, what's this breakfast they keep talking about? I know. About? <laughs> is this imported from America? Maybe that's it. Uh, Maybe okay. Subway was like, do they have breakfast in Australia? <laughs> no, it's just because of the... The time zones. Oh. <laughs> so, like, breakfast, we were having it at the same time as America was having breakfast, but that was, like, 8 p.m. at night. Oh, I see. No, they were calling us, not realising there was a time difference at Subway's here. Like, what are you guys doing? Eating breakfast? You birds, midnight! <laughs> There's been a terrible mistake in Australia. <laughs> Get the Prime Minister on the phone. <laughs> what if Subway is secretly run by a thousands-of-year-old caveman. And we've got a few texts lines. I can't help but notice you ignore me. <laughs> well, I've got a few uh, texts related to that. We've got uh, a grandpa still what? has... <laughs> Who's texting about this? <laughs> grandpa still has a rotary phone. He's super quick with dialing it, and you have to use it until you're 80, so you'll be quick at it. Yep. I have to use it, sorry, till I'm 80, oh. apparently. I don't know who decided I, I that. I thought that was, like, the rule. The rule. <laughs> Telstra is like, are you 80 yet? No, that's what I was it. thinking as well. I was like, you have to use it till you're 80. I'm like, well, that's a long way off. <laughs> that's a lot of 50 cents a month. I mean, I could probably just buy this thing outright by then. <laughs> Why were you renting a phone? Why didn't you just buy a phone? Everyone had to. You couldn't. Oh, my God. No, this is seriously, like, back in the day where, like, Alexander Graham Bell was in the streets, like, Eureka! And my grandma was like, I've got to have one. <laughs> like, I'll buy it. He's like, no, 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 renting it. Renting, my friend. This is a plan. This is a long-term investment. <laughs> and Mr. Bell still reaping the benefits. <laughs> um, apparently, I've got lots of time to practice before I get to 80. So hopefully, I don't have any triple O accidents before I get there. Um, and Mandy's saying that her landline in her bedroom is an old school phone and it's red and awesome. That's pretty cool. See, that's- or she said, um, my landline in my bedroom is the old school phone. It's red and awesome love, oh. Mandy. <laughs> so thank you for the awesome love, Mandy. <laughs> sure, sure. I, have you ever tried one of those novelty phones that are like a hamburger or like a... Like a no, because had one. I don't live in Summer Bay. <laughs> I no. don't work at the diner in Home and Away. In Juno, she's got one. And <laughs> I think they had like a big explosion of popularity on eBay after that film. And I remember a uh, friend had a Garfield phone when I was a kid. And it's like kind of cool. You're like, oh, yeah, my phone looks like a giant cat. But then you try and use it, and it's like... This is as useful as calling yeah, someone on exactly. a cat. It's like so an awkward shape for a phone, and the sound quality is terrible, and you can't hang it up properly. <laughs> Next <laughs> like, time, I'll just tie my message to a cat and set it free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. it'll be easier. I don't know if uh, you know this, but I'm actually renting one of those old-school phones where you uh, have the earpiece separately, uh, and you're you talking... Say, I'm actually renting a cat to pass on all of my messages now. Yeah, it's like a, a carrier pigeon, but much less And I was like, I efficient. wonder why Jess started wearing bow ties and <laughs> showing up with letters. So Subway, anyway, to get back to the point. What, we, we didn't finish that one? Subway, stop claiming you invented breakfast, you chauvinist Americans. We had it in Australia. Get back where you came from. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. But, that's, uh, how, that's how strongly I feel about breakfast. But feel free to continue your meatball subs because yes. they're delicious. <laughs> ben... <laughs> I like that all your, your proposals start that way. I just like have to take a sit back. You're like... 
Mm, I have to, you have to ponder. Like, listeners, imagine Vicky looking up and to the left while she says, Ben. It's like very uh, flashbacky or something. It is. Ooh. I'm flashing it. I'm hoping we would all flash back to a time in our lives when um, we've been embarrassed. Just flash back. Just at any time. Any time's fine. Sure. Have you got one? I'm always embarrassed, so it's easy. Okay, so right now. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to share that? This like is awkward. <laughs> Would you like to share your embarrassing moment? Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but uh, I'm smelling a lot of deep heat right now. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Yeah. I know there's a hidden athlete somewhere in the room. <laughs> that can't possibly come from you. Yeah, I'm, I'm smuggling athletes everywhere. Um, so if you've all got one in mind of an embarrassing moment, that is the way I feel when someone sees toothpaste on my shirt. I knew that we were going to discuss that this week yeah. because we mentioned it after I got toothpaste on my shirt last, last week. Last week. Oh, last Saturday morning. And all through the week, I was determined to not get toothpaste on my shirt. <laughs> Failed so spectacularly. Really? How many times? At least two. Really? Like, two in a week. But like, it That's was, a lot. It was one of those things where I was purposefully, like, I got to get this right. I'm going to make a week of perfect non toothpaste shirts, right? Yeah. I pick up my toothbrush one day and then like instantly within like three seconds of picking up the toothbrush, I somehow got toothpaste on my shirt. I think you've got a technique issue though. It's obviously horrible. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) like, I don't want to go against my own proposal, but I think you might be the lone wolf. I feel. How are you doing it? I don't know. (laughs) Are you putting toothpaste on your t-shirt and then using that to brush your teeth? If I had that excuse, I would feel a lot better about it because (laughs) it seems like... Um, I don't know how I did not develop this skill. One time when I did it, right, I picked up the toothpaste and the toothbrush and because it's in a little container, I guess there's a little bit of toothpaste residue at the bottom. And so I brought the toothbrush towards me and like kind of stabbed myself with it, getting Why? the toothpaste on me. Well, because I got to bring it close to put the toothpaste on. Oh, I on. thought you were just overcome with shame for yeah, your family or I, something. I was performing toothbrush-based Harry Curie on myself. <laughs> But then, like, another time, I just finished my teeth brushing. I don't know how. It's just there. <laughs> it's like a freaking magic. So, <laughs> that's the worst magic trick ever. I know. <laughs> so I was going to propose that toothpaste, toothpaste you can just dries propose white. That Ben is an idiot. Yeah, I do propose that Ben needs to go teeth. back to primary school and <laughs> hang out with the giant beaver that teaches you how. I... I Definitely. Did you skip school? Who are you? I don't know. Last week you admitted that. (laughs) Jeez. Last week you admitted that that you still bunny ears it when you tie your shoelaces, and now you're getting toothpaste on your short more than once a week. I think uh, by the end of this uh, series, we'll all have established how much of a man child I am. (laughs) You're such a man child. But the problem is, I I still do it, not as regularly. I'd say once a month to once a fortnight. Well, I'm going to say two in a week seems high. Yeah, that's high. Like that's I, that's I, a technique issue. Yeah, but like it seems like because maybe I was thinking about it during the week, I was more uh, aware and so self-conscious and stuffed it up or something like that. <laughs> Firstly, why does toothpaste dry white? I do understand that it has to be maybe be that with the fluoride, but why does it have to be indelible? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's also impossible to brush off, I guess, because they want it to stick to your teeth, but know, then but it sticks so to everything. it's so tricky. It pretends to be gone. Yeah, I guess... That's the worst part. You're like, oh, phew, I've dodged a bullet this week. I've managed to get it off. Bam, it shows up later. It's a sneaky, sneaky product. Yeah, I think the drying white thing is probably because they want it to make your teeth look more white. But I'm with you. If it could dry see-through and then I could avoid this embarrassment, I would prefer that over... So you prefer yellow teeth over toothpaste on your shirt? Maybe here's what we do. (laughs) We invent some kind of toothpaste bib. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
amazing. For dummies like me that can't brush their teeth. Well, I would have just said non-indelible toothpaste. But yeah. Okay. Well, like, Pips okay, work. it dries white on your teeth. It dries clear on your shirt. Surely, 2012, we've got that. Part. I know, right? <laughs> because it kind of puts people in a mind, like, especially when you're at work, of you not at work. Like, you in the morning, which is so unprofessional. Like, That's true. It also seems very shady for, like, especially as a guy to have all these white stains all over your clothes. Like, what is this guy doing? Oh, I just feel like I don't understand. I mean, firstly, why it dries white. Secondly, why it has to be indelible. And why it's the kind of indelible where it looks like it's gone until it shows up and embarrasses you later in the day. <laughs> Maybe they could do it like it dries clear, but then under a black light, it's like a crime scene that shows up. <laughs> <laughs> you come to my bathroom and it's just like the place looks like a freaking CSI episode. <laughs> on that note, I think we'll head on to Angus and Julia Stone, Big Jet Plane. I was going to tell you how this is related, but actually, if you text it and say how it's related, we'll feel happy. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's your price. <laughs> the happiness of two people you don't know. <laughs> I think it's the chorus that goes, I love beef, I love beef. <laughs> it's the counter melody when you play it backwards. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Big jet plane is a euphemism. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, mm, sexy. <laughs> Stupid. Previously on Sin City. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Cindy. I'm sorry, we have to stop this segment. What? <laughs> I just yelled at Ben on air, are you stupid? I'm sorry. Falling apart, episode four. Vicky's been laughing through our intros, yelling at me for speaking too loudly. I'm so sorry. Cracking up at the start of every segment. What is going on me today? Me and Ben were having like this off-air argument about something completely unrelated, and I turned the mics on mid-argument and yelled, are you stupid? I, I can't help but feel that that was the wrong time to turn the mics on. Yeah. No, I just wanted Melbourne to know how I feel. Oh, uh, okay. Ben was telling me exactly how many times he's made the toothbrush mistake. I wasn't saying that at all. No, what you are you weren't. talking about? <laughs> you weren't at all. You're going to make me sound like I'm just walking around covered in like some toothpaste-like swamp monster. <laughs> I think this show has fallen apart. <laughs> I was on topic. I don't know what you're talking about. Shall we bring this, <laughs> the intro in again? <laughs> no, we're, we're, okay. we're good. Because the radio play was not meant to get to begin with. Are you stupid? Yeah, we, we're in character. Surely you could have just glossed over that fact. <laughs> if you want to answer to her question, probably. If I can't toothpaste myself. <laughs> no, I think this is the backhanded kind of are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Turning the mics on just to berate you probably really answers who's the idiot on this show. Sure. <laughs> all right, I'm going to play this too. <laughs> Let's all pretend that never happened. We can edit this out later. It's fine. <laughs> oh, man. No one will ever know. Previously on Sin City. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Cindy. Let's get new identity, skip town, and leave this life forever. Okay, I'm Jake Manley, P.I. I'll be Cummins and Claire. And now, the thrilling continuation of Sin City. I can't believe I left my old life behind for this. I thought being a private investigator would be cool, but three weeks on the job and not a single client. Where were all the back alley dealings with shadowy figures? The stakeouts, 
the beautiful women walking into my office and inevitably falling in love with me. At least I had the whole whiskey and cigar haze thing down, but even though they're in short supply these days, I barely just got here and Sin City had already begun to eat me alive. At the rate I was going, I wouldn't last long in this place. So, what do you think? It's a bit of a downer. You could be a little more optimistic. Well, I just started writing more upbeat in a monologues, but somehow it didn't feel as authentic. I want to go with the whole classic hard-boiled backstory, and those guys' live always suck. Give me a taste of one of those less depressing versions. I just won the lottery for the fifth time this week. It turned from my supermodel girlfriend, 1990s Sarah Michelle Gellar, and motioned for her to fetch our jetpacks when... Okay, I'm beginning to realise why they call it an inner monologue. Aw, oh, come on. You didn't even let me get to the part where 1990s Sarah Michelle Gellar and I single-handedly defeat the Decepticons in a breakdance battle. Is this your backstory or fan fiction? It's all very Fifty Shades of Grey. Their weakness is love. Uh-huh. Anyway, how's your backstory going? Already done. Well, go on, lay it on me. Amnesia. Amnesia? Amnesia. I woke up in Sin City with nothing but my identification in my pocket and I can't remember anything before I arrived here. Kind of a cop-out, don't you think? It should stop people asking questions, and besides, it's no more ridiculous than your stupid story. You're making big claims about drinking and smoking non-stop, but I've never seen you do either. I'm thinking of taking it up. You're thinking of taking up smoking? At your age? Why not? People <laughs> take up lots of things later in life. You know my buddy Jonesy from back home? He decided to start horse riding. He's a horse rider now. It's his thing. This could be my thing. You want smoking to be your thing? First of all, I don't think smoking qualifies as a thing. And secondly, I don't know if you've heard, but I'm pretty sure it's not that great for you. Correction. It wasn't great for Jimmy Johnson. I admit the whole potentially lethal addiction thing was a bit of a deterrent for a while. But guess what? I'm bad boy Jake Manley now, and Jake Manley's only addiction is to justice. Are you stupid? <laughs> for those of you who enjoyed it so much the first time, uh, I think Carmen Sinclair might be developing an addiction to punching Jake Manley in the face. Just think about it for a second. I could mysteriously lurk in the background like that guy in the X-Files until there's a gap in conversation for me to interrupt with something cryptic yet profound. And then what? What do you mean, and then what? And then I just stand there, too busy smoking and looking cool for any further interactions. Plus, it also means I get regular smoking breaks at work. What work? As you just mentioned, we're three weeks in and so far, no clients. Yeah, but I figure once word gets out that Jake Manley is in town, we'll be so busy that we'll need smoking breaks. You work for yourself! You can take breaks whenever you like! Oh my god, you're right. Whew. Thank goodness. I don't have to take out smoking. To be honest, this was all an elaborate excuse to get out of doing any actual work. Yeah, I've been enjoying our days spent watching funny pug videos online too. They're just so cute. <laughs> but we've got to start earning some money pretty soon. I mean, just as long as we want to continue to eat and all. I realise we haven't discussed the household-wide consensus on this fact, but after this conversation, I can't help but feel the need to point out that it might be nice not to, say, starve to death. Hmm. Carmen, after much deliberation, I'd also like to vote in favour of procuring nourishment. I'll place an ad for the detective agency online. Anything you'd like it to say? Jake Manley, private eye. He doesn't smoke and needs your business, so he and his sidekick Carmen can eat. They charge by the letter. Just the name and the phone number is fine. So we gotta make the most of our one.
by Ben and or Vicky. We won't name names. If you were uh, wondering, like, oh, this seems like an original mix. I didn't remember the uh, chorus having some weird girl screaming over it. Well, <laughs> you would be correct. <laughs> You'll be wrong. It does. Yeah, Go yeah. back and listen to your meatloaf Yeah, series. the song's not short, so uh, maybe you just haven't listened to it that thoroughly. <laughs> you probably got bored after the intro and wandered off to, I don't know, play with your... Rubik's Cube. Sure. Of the 80s. What else was there to do? The intro is the best part. It's like two minutes of 80s opening theme song I do music. feel like I'm watching Dune or something or perhaps Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, for anyone wondering, the connection meet, obviously, and the connection for the Angus and Julia Stone song was uh, Angus, as in Angus Beef. Well done to Mandy. Well who, done, uh, Mandy. Apparently Your prize making two people happy. Today's biggest fan. <laughs> the prop shows or super fan Mandy. Fandy, if you will. Wow. Well, yeah, Amazing. I, I take of- back my eye you stupid now uttered three times in the one show <laughs> feel free to text in and ask Ben if he's stupid if, if your name is also uh, Andy that works too so <laughs> feel free Candy Candy they're, they're all, all fandies <laughs> anyone with the name that ends in E you're now a fandy sure <laughs> so uh, we've got our next segment lined up for you Celebrity Heads Celebrity heads. You'll never guess any of us. And if you were wondering what celebrity heads is, it's basically much like the popular game. I don't know what you... Test cricket. I was going to say, like, board game or something. It's like not boggle. even a board game. A <laughs> Popular heads. game, boggle. We're going to play it on radio now. Yeah. That's us shaking the letters. <laughs> <laughs> we hope that the letters fall into the name of a celebrity. <laughs> so far, three weeks in, it has not. <laughs> Next week, we'll try and play it as the popular game, Mousetrap. How many... Uh, how <laughs> Where we many... hope a celebrity walks under our elaborate trap. <laughs> how many points do we get for Fandy? <laughs> Okay, um, I need to... I think I've made a mistake with yours. Probably. I said she wasn't an actress, but she sort of is. She's been acting in things. Yes, she has. Okay. So, yes, I've established that mine is an actress, not a... Or, like, you know, she's not an actress, but I guess she's acting things. She's yes. not a singer, and she is a female. So, uh, I would like to guess... Mm, is she involved... Is she a television personality? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like a, a host of something. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On Australian TV, are we talking? As in, is she Australian or has it yeah, aired is, on Australian? Yeah. Is she TV? Australian? No, she's not Australian. But it has aired on Australian TV. So is that a continue? No, that's. I say I asked if she was Australian. So last week I asked, do I wear headphones in my regular job? And she does. Um, but I'm not a DJ. You said. Well, you are on the radio, but that's not. Uh, you asked if you have a radio show, and I would say yes, but I wouldn't say it's your main profession. Am I a DJ? Uh, well, like, you have a radio 
show. I think it's even a radio station, like a whole station. I have my own station. Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that's what you're known for. Am I Fraser's boss from Fraser? You got it. No, no, you're not. Oh, Fraser. I got so excited. <laughs> I w- did not pick a fictional character. Oh, okay. So it's a real person. Thanks for letting that go out. I didn't realize that celebrities included fictional celebrities, but there you go. There's a hint if that helps. Well, we better uh, hurry off to our outro. Wait, you didn't even guess. Yes, I did. I just guessed. Am I Frasier's boss from Frasier? That was a serious guess. All right, fine. Outro, fine. We can't just go around going, oh, no, that was a joke guess. Oh, I, I assumed it was, but sure. My mistake. I didn't realize we were playing primary school rules where when we got a joke, when we got a guess wrong, it was a joke guess. You could have gone for another question. I would have given it to you, but I like your honesty. No, no, I am the fair player. <laughs> There's no honour amongst thieves on this show. I'm not oh, right. thieving any questions, Ben. This is all above board celebrity heads. We don't want the celebrity heads board to come in and, and regulate us. Sure. Good to hear. My greatest fear is regulation. You've always in- said that. <laughs> Metamucil is my nightmare. <laughs> wow. I'm your biggest fan of fun. What an episode we've had for you today. <laughs> yeah. More like, what? An episode? Yeah, if, if you were confused, don't worry. We, so were we. Yeah, we I, started it and it spread to you. <laughs> it was contagious confusion. Sure. CC. Ben, do you like women berating you? Um, I've seemed to have a, uh, a penchant for it, despite not actively <laughs> seeking it out. Okay. Would you like to marry one? A woman or a berating woman? A little from column A, a little from column B. I'm just saying, like... It's a Venn diagram, really, isn't it? Is she constantly berating me, like, the Um, whole time? That seems quite exhausting on her part. No, just a lot of, are you stupid? Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I mean, technically, when they're like, do you take this woman? And I'm like, are you stupid? (laughs) Uh, That would probably be my response. I would not really lean towards that personality. Marry me. Ugh, this is awkward. I mean, I would marry you and all, but I'm kind of holding out for someone else. Yeah, you're too regular for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought all that Metamucil that you were actively seeking is probably the reason. In that case, I'm not going to play you your love song. I'm going to play Biggie Smalls's What's Beef? Oh, sure. <laughs> what the hell? Won't you marry me? Right. <laughs> Take it away. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Thanks for everyone for listening. Oh, yes. If you want to uh, listen to the prop shows all again next week, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., we'll attempt to keep it slightly more sane, but yeah. I can't guarantee anything. This week's not amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, feel free to check us out on propshowsall.com. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Looking forward to it already. The Commission, Uncle Paulie, King Diddy, Cesar Leo, De Janeiro, Charlie Baltimore. Iceberg Slim, the most shady, Frankie Baby. We here. Do you know what beef is? Do you know what beef is? Uh uh. Ask yourself. Uh uh. Do you know Uh what beef is? Uh <laughs> Check out this bizarre uh, rapper style used by me. The B.I.G. I put my key, you put your key in. Money will be seen. We'll reach the fucking ceiling. Check it. Check it. My calico bin top. Uh-huh. This rap Alfred Hitchcock. Drop top notch. Player hating gon' stop. Uh, this instant. Rappers too persistent. Quick to spit. Biggie name on shit. 
Make my name taste like ass when you speak it. See me in the streets, your jewelry, you can keep it. That be our little secret. See me. Uh, B that is, I that is, G whiz. Motherfucker still in uh -huh. my bed. I uh -huh. hope they know my nigga got to fucking kidnap kids. Uh, fuck them in they ass, throw them over the bridge. That's how it is. My shit is laid out. What? Fuck that beef shit. That shit is played out. Y'all got the goal. All I make is one phone call. All y'all disappear by tomorrow. All your guns is borrowed. Uh, I don't feel sorrow. Actually, your man passed the gap to me. I check this. What's beef? Beef is when you need two cats to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be an ICU. One more time. What's beef? Beef is when you make your enemies start your jeep. Beef is when you roll no less than 30 deep. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be your ICU. Check it. I don't smoke with the best. Insane ramblings.